Hi. Thanks for coming. Hey, girl. Thanks for coming. Hello, America, and thanks for coming. I'm Seth. I'm Jamal. And I'm Stony. <laughs> well, we're back another week, you guys. What's oh, my that? God. And we're not traveling the world this time. We are home. <laughs> yeah, we're at home base right now, thankfully. Sweet it was suppose. so... It was so hectic last weekend to try and make this happen, but we did it. We got through it, girls. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us. It was, like, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, you think, like, okay, we'll have a window to record, but then, like, you have to remember we're on two different time zones, and we've got, I think, between that weekend, between the three of us, we were managing, at like, four schedules. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> We were visiting people and had visitors. And also, Seth was like whispering into the microphone. <laughs> I know. I felt like so awkward doing a podcast in the basement of someone's house, like for my Airbnb. <laughs> I was like, like, I paid for this girl. Like, I'm going to podcast in your kitchen. Is that okay? Yeah. I thought he was going to go into like the Ying Yang twins whisper song. I was. <laughs> <laughs> like any moment any moment I was that ready. <laughs> I was using my like phone sex voice basically yes. on last week's episode. <laughs> had his call girl on. <laughs> so if you if any of you were aroused last episode, <laughs> let us know. Tweet us at TFC Pod. Yeah. yeah we might be in the wrong business actually. Like maybe oh. we should switch to like phone sex. You mean call- we have to yeah. change to the late night channel? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I I can bring her out again if you guys liked it. (laughs) Oh, Um, boy. Well, you guys went and saw a pretty cool show last night. We do have an episode, a recap about it. So make sure you're subscribing and and listen. Yeah, surprise, bitches. Did you refresh your feed today? If not, you should. Yeah, Yeah, girl. (laughs) (laughs) No, but in all seriousness, it was such an awesome show. We had our good friend Megan, who Seth has met plenty of times. Oh, Um, yeah. It was her first drag show. I could not believe that. Yeah, I thought she'd been to drag shows before, but, I mean, what better first show could there be than for Monique and and Ms. Cracker? Yeah, that always makes it so much better, like, when you're going with somebody because... Somebody who's going for the first time because they've got that excitement. And as veteran drag show goers, we know that it's going to be super lit for them, especially because two root queens were in the house. Yeah, from the current season. (laughs) Yeah, from the current season. That's a BOGO sale I'm here for. (laughs) (laughs) Buy one, get one free, girl. (laughs) Yes, yes. Monique, like, slayed the house. Miss Cracker slayed the house. There was this cool moment while um, the lights in the house were still up, and it's kind of like a mezzanine area in the theater, like the upper part of the theater. So mm-hmm. we just hear, hi, and we turn around and it's Monique, like, on the balcony, just waving to all of us. I know that voice. <laughs> That's right. I turned around so fast. Like, I don't know how I didn't fall out of my chair because I was opening Instagram, <laughs> trying to get it for you guys and see oh what was going on. And as I turned around, Miss Cracker popped up. It was really cool. I know. I was just like, I want to go to the church of Monique and, like... <laughs> Like, this is at the front, like, preaching to me. Hello, America. Welcome to church. Ah, ah. I, I would go to that service. Heck, yeah. Um, was, so now that... Because I know in the podcast, you guys were a little turned. Um, so now that you guys have had a moment to, like, cool off a little bit... Oh, my gosh. Um, is there any highlights that you remember now that may not have remembered last night? 
Oh, so last night was a lot. But... Um, there was one thing that I wish we would have talked about, um, and it was where uh, Ms. Cracker was talking about just drag in general, and she was talking about how, like, you know, this season, you know, like, uh, fans, like, people on Reddit or just fans in general get online and say, like, oh, like, well, Monet's look was this, or, like, uh, somebody else's look was this, and it was bad. And Everybody's got a judgment. Yeah, and Miz was just saying... Or yeah. critique. Yeah, and Miz was just saying at the end of the day, like, this is... Drag is supposed to be fun, and everyone has their own style, and basically, you know, with drag queens, like, we should celebrate everyone's differences mm-hmm. and, you know, love everyone, and you know that type of thing so it was a really powerful moment yeah it was a good message i Mm -hmm. thought that she gave right Um, it's like you don't have to like you don't have to love all of the drag queens but if mm -hmm. there's ones that you don't love then just don't focus on your attention on them right don't don't pay attention it's fine yeah (laughs) Yeah. you can not like someone but you don't have to like tell them that you're gonna go to their show and throw acid on their face or some crazy shit like that right it's kind of like yeah you don't have to necessarily like that look but you can appreciate like that's their style kind of like eureka's um hair or like you know the way monet like um how she's always got you know the pussycat wigs like that's just their style so you can appreciate it Mm -hmm. i feel like we're talking to like michelle visage right now about dusty's dots on her face (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, speaking of dusty rain dots did you see that instagram post uh the recent one from dusty Uh, i saw it with I saw a look recently. I think it was on Insta Live, though. I feel like a bad fan because if you go to Dusty Ray's Instagram page, um, she's got this picture. She's sitting in a chair. She's like super glammed up and she's got her signature makeup on. She just looks fucking fierce. She looks good with the dots. And like, honestly, like I was like a little low key upset that she stopped doing that. But it was like all Michelle's fault. So I can't even really blame Dusty. So (laughs) because that's like... That's the that's her signature look. That's how I'm used to seeing Dusty. Like, cause I've followed her on mm-hmm. Instagram for a few years. Yeah. So for Michelle to just be like such a hater immediately was really annoying. Ugh, I know. I just have so much love for Dusty. So if you're listening, Dusty, shout out to you. Yeah, I actually one of the stories I kind of wanted to talk about before the episode start is about Dusty. Okay. I don't know if you guys read the article where she kind of. Um, spoke a little bit more actually about um being sexually assaulted mm. uh i don't know if you guys read that it, it i think it just got put out yesterday so maybe you guys were like turned at the show and missed it <laughs> yeah I, don't, I definitely did not see that oh yeah she well she talked about an experience that she had um you know at at uh i think she said she was like 12 years old and oh, no. yeah like horrible um oh, no. and he was at the mall with his family and went to the bathroom alone and like some person just like grabbed his leg like under the stall and pulled him over into the other stall and like assaulted dusty oh my gosh that's terrifying yeah like and like that's terrifying for anybody and just being like 12 years old is like i can only imagine like the craziness like i wouldn't know what to do and and i guess you know, in typical asshole fashion, this guy told Dusty, you know, like, if you tell anyone, I'm going to come kill you and your family. Oh, my so, gosh. So then, like, as Dusty, you know, he goes, leaves the bathroom and is, like, 
panicked and the parents like see it and said you know like he told what happened and I think his dad like went in and tried to like find the person um, but they called the police and they actually did get they actually did catch that guy that did really? it yeah they caught him but then dust they were like it was like really like probably not a great protocol but they had like the guy and dusty in the same room and was oh, like no that's, oh, yeah that's, no that's out of line that's not a good like strategy to like identify someone i don't know the law or anything but i don't think he put somebody in that state right in front of their attacker so soon that had just happened yeah and so they were like oh you know is this the guy and you know because he was like i'm gonna kill you and your family does he said no and he got let free wow (laughs) yeah so that's crazy just like just like so fucked up on several levels you know the actual assault itself and Mm -hmm. then the audacity of these like people putting them in the same room right after like he had just been assaulted and had just told him like you know i'm gonna kill you like of course he's gonna say no like i'm not gonna identify anyway stories like that but dusty we love you yeah we do love you dusty Mm -hmm. I know we've been tweeting Dusty a little bit because that's just about terrible. it's awful. It's I just don't understand how people can think that's okay to do. But yeah, we have been tweeting Dusty a little bit because we were trying to get Dusty to win our Miss Congeniality poll, but we weren't <laughs> too successful. <laughs> Still happy that Blair won, though. Of course, we love Blair. But yeah, yeah, but yeah. So that was a pretty crazy story. Um, also, I n- heard in your recap of your drag show you were talking or i guess you were saying monique was spilling a little bit of the tea about miss vangie oh my gosh so she gave us like the um public relations like response she's like i can't confirm or deny but because we were just it was they were kind of talking about how she was like a one-hit wonder in a way because everyone's yeah. just obsessed with miss vangie and she's basically alluded to the crowd like you're you might see her soon and because you know how they vanish on social media like this was that week filming started this week so everybody's scouring social media to see who's absent who's canceling Mm -hmm. gigs and miss vangie is ghost yeah miss vangie i just actually was like noticing this um miss vangie actually canceled like somewhere around like 20 shows there it is and and it's like (laughs) <laughs> yeah, now is like not on social media, so clearly Miss Vanjie is gonna be on season eleven. I'm pumped. I'm also um. There's one drag queen I've been following for a few years. Her name's Ariel Versace, mm-hmm. and she hosts um some shows like official VH1 viewing parties for Drag Race. And she, I haven't yeah. checked today, but um a couple days ago I checked, and she definitely has not been active, and she's pretty active. So I'm hoping that I get to see somebody I've been following on the show for years. That'd yeah. be cool. Heck yeah. She's That's hot. always cool. Yeah. <laughs> and she's a cute it's boy. Co- <laughs> uh oh, there we go. <laughs> we, we got to the bottom of this one. Damn it. <laughs> uh oh. Um, well, very cool, you guys. Should we get into the show? Yes. Yeah, let's dig in, Queens. Let's get into the gig, you guys. Um yes. normally I feel like there's not a lot to talk about at the top of the show. However, (laughs) I feel like this episode, there was a lot to talk about. We kind of see the beginnings of like these new cliques sort of forming where it's like Team Tennessee, Team New York Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. 
Mm-hmm. So so we start with them all on the couch. No one got eliminated, of course. They were both yes. saved, Cameron and Eureka. Praise. And uh, so they were talking about doing their splits at the same time, which is, like, so controversial. <laughs> <laughs> right. There was some so, shade thrown there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... And then uh, they're like, and then Aquarius was like, "Well, that's like the part of the song where ever, anyone would do the splits." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the shade. I, I, I cackled. I was like, yeah. "Oh no, she didn't." <laughs> I mean, she ain't wrong though. <laughs> she, she's not. She's not. That's that's why I had to laugh. I was like, "Oh, someone said it," but I still lived for that moment. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Aquarius mad about people like skating by, aka Cameron. Yep. Um, which is understandable. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that. We can talk about. I mean, that more, I, I think guess. she was being like a total bra- Aquaria, yeah. and then I think like the next day she just realized, oh crap! Like I was being like a shit show. Well, see, if I were Aquaria, I would be worried because Cameron, in a pinch, can turn it out. She gets these edits where it's like, oh, Cameron's being Cameron, not very confident, not very forthcoming with like her energy. And then she turns it out. She gives you the acting. She gives you the comedy. She gives you the looks. And every time she's been in the bottom, and she she's can do a lip sync. Yeah. Well, see, that's that's so my would, thing. And maybe mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you want to talk about it more and untuck. But I think Cameron's only good at lip syncs. It, like she's not good at anything else. The one challenge she won was basically a lip sync challenge. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, I think she's good at performing, basically. That's, like, mm-hmm. I don't... She's like, a bar I, queen. Like, I don't think she's a bad actress. Like, I think she's just average and not... Yeah, I don't think she's top tier yet, but she's but, also not, like, bottom of the Yeah, barrel. she's not, like, no. Vixen levels bad of uh, <laughs> Yeah, I get what acting, you're saying. But, like... I get what you're saying. But, yeah, I think she turns out good looks occasionally, and then she can do good performances, yeah, I mean, I do. I'm not like trying to say that. She, I mean, she does have good looks. Like when she is like on the runway and when she's gonna lip sync. Like her, her look when she was lip syncing like this past episode was really good. I really liked it a lot, and she mm-hmm. looked like so pretty. Yeah, but I'm just like so. I'm just starting to get like a little bit annoyed with her because she's like been trying to play like quiet, like I'm not shady sort of thing. But clearly, when her and Eureka go off on their own, it's a whole different face, basically. Yeah, I think there's a level of comfort there with Eureka and Cameron, and she feels like she can be a little more open because there was that, well, that was an untucked, but there was a moment where they were basically like, we love each other because we're we're funny and messy or whatever they said. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, that's something that's fun for, like, them two, but nobody else watching the show. So, <laughs> oh, that's like, sad. I like, I, I like Team like Cameron. I, I like the Tennessee duo. So I don't know. I guess we're I, different on this. Like, I got kind of like in my feelings a little bit this episode because I didn't really. I feel like we were starting to see a different side of them that I didn't enjoy. Um, I would say that I like Cameron more than Eureka uh-huh. at this point. 
So, like, I would love to see Eureka go home, <laughs> but we can get into that more later. <laughs> yeah, we can talk about that more later as well. So then kind of continuing along, Asia kind of, you know, jumps in to be the drag mom and is saying, you know, like, both these girls staying has nothing to do with Aquaria being farther away from the crown and doesn't uh-huh. understand why Aquaria is being so salty. Yeah, um, uh- Asia's basically like, you know, just let them have this moment. Like, it doesn't happen often. It's at that point in the competition where it's really hard to make cuts. And Aquarius is like, that's not fair. Like, I was looking forward to being in the top five. And, you know, you're not working as hard as I am, is basically what she was saying. You know, everyone's looking at her at Aquaria like she's crazy. But <laughs> Monet <laughs> uh, chimes in and I think is the voice of reason yeah. stating that if it was a pageant and two people slayed, one girl still has to win. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where Aquaria is coming from. And I think that I would probably have the same reaction if I was in that situation as well. Mm-hmm. So the way it came off I've, was really nasty. Yeah, I feel like I would have kept it to myself and just like, you know use that energy and like dug deep yeah i guess i I mean i guess i just i don't think like she i don't know i guess when you go come on to rupaul's drag race in my opinion you should just expect like crazy things to happen like people are going to come back people are going to be safe all kinds of twists so to me it's like you know you know what you signed up for if you've been watching drag race you know that there's going to be like non-elimination uh rounds there's going to be like people coming back so it's just like go with it don't get in your feelings if it's not you that you know got saved in the lip sync like just i don't know Mm -hmm. just do your best job worry about yourself and be done Mm -hmm. yeah exactly and then this is like my uh, my kind of like rant moment because Asia says that Aquarius' view on drag is only based on drag race. And I thought that was really condescending because Aquarius has been doing shows for years. And like also this is RuPaul's Drag Race. Like where where have like um, where have you have you ever seen two queens get saved more than once per season? Mm-hmm. Like also, what clubs does Asia perform in where drag queens get sent home? <laughs> like, <laughs> is what I want to know. Well, it is Dallas. Big hair in football. You know, they're very competitive. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> is it like the, the like hosting queen like, mm, yeah, Sashay it's going to be no away, for me. away. It's like, what? I'm just here to perform. Yeah, your gig is canceled. We don't need you. <laughs> your gig is canceled. <laughs> like, and so I was like, and I also don't understand why Asia is correlating Aquaria only having knowledge of the show to to her Aquarius drag not being valid. Now, like, I'll, yeah, fuck her drag, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I'll give you that because I think what Asia was trying to say is, you know, there's a, you know, there are vets in any industry, including drag, but you can't really say that to Aquaria because this is yes, a 21 year old, but she's so well studied. Like her references that she just pulls out of her ass every time she yeah. drops that knowledge. It's like. Oh, <laughs> well, and also too, I think, yeah, I, I, Asia was basically just saying, well, I'm a, like a veteran, right. like I've been doing this longer than you, but you have to think like, okay, Aquarius, uh, drag, she's been doing it. I think she said like, since like, she was a, like a little kid, like uh-huh. 11 or something, Yeah, young, young age. but like she grew up when RuPaul's drag race was a thing. Whereas Aquaria growing up 
and got into it. I'm sure like RuPaul, like it started in 2009. So uh-huh. uh, that wasn't happening then. So like Drag Race now is a part of the drag culture. So it's kind of like you can't hold that against Aquaria no. because she grew up when RuPaul's Drag Race was a thing. Right. right. And again, she is a studied queen. So of course, yes, maybe the bulk of her knowledge is RuPaul's Drag Race, but Aquaria is the personality to go back and look at her historic queens, RuPaul down, you know? Yeah. Well, and she's talked about working with Amanda Lepore a lot. Yes, yes. So it's like, you she's know, she's got she... great mentors too. Right, right. She had, and she does say that she respects the elder queens and stuff so i don't know to me it just felt as like like uh asia sort of like gaslighting aquaria like and just trying to like be shady and condescending and i was like she was just trying to fire back yeah it it wasn't a cute moment she was just trying to fire back yeah i mean i think yeah at the end of the day i think aquaria was just kind of being a brat about it and then i think two negatives don't make a positive right asia was just like firing back at her Mm -hmm. I guess. I don't know. I was so mad. Like, I was so heated when I, both times I watched it. I was like, that is rude as hell, Asia. What the heck? <laughs> Drag her. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, you know, kind of moving on a little bit, we start to see that Eureka is getting the villain edit in this episode. Yes. So um, I read an article this week from Instinct Magazine. I forget the um, author. It wasn't a bad article. Like, I'm open to everybody's opinion, but... Basically, the main topic was, is Eureka being forced onto the audience? Like, is Rue making us like Eureka, forcing us to like Eureka? But in my opinion, you know, she's a force to be reckoned with. And I think a lot of people don't like her because they hold her season nine persona against her. But me as a viewer, I see that growth. And I do feel like they're giving her a little bit of that villain edit. And all she's doing is being Mm -hmm. honest. I do see what you're saying, and I do think she has grown. But um, as some other RuPaul podcasts have said, which I sort of am starting to agree with now, is that Ru sort of gives favor to Asia and Eureka a little bit. Oh yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shade you and say that I don't see that. I I, I do see that favoritism. I do too. I think it's just like a part of it. Yeah, like when Asia won last week, I don't think she should have been in the top. Like, I think, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think Monet should have won last week, but that's my personal opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I, like, I get kind of, like, annoyed sometimes, like, when it's, it's mainly just, like, when it's, like, oh, in my opinion, somebody else should have won, but at the end of the day, this is RuPaul's Drag Race, so. She's going to pick who she likes. She's going to pick who she likes, and. I mean, Violet Tchotchke, right? I was so pissed. I wanted (laughs) Pearl to win. (laughs) Right? I was so pissed. (laughs) But That was an interesting turn of events. (laughs) It's it's Ru's show, so. But, yeah, so, I I don't know. I'm just, like, whatever. I guess whenever I create my Stoney's Drag Race show, then I can. Thanks for coming, Drag Race girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but then just one last moment before we get to the, you know, we, they show the credits. We see Monet with her saggy boobs, just saying titties, <laughs> titties, shaking oh. her saggy boobs around. I'm considering making that the video profile picture. We need to like that was so funny. I lost my shit both times. I was like cackling so loud. <laughs> Monet is a hoot. I love Monet. She kind of reminds me of Alyssa Edwards in a way, just how silly they are. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> I love her. Like she has moments like this that really like 
make me love her like while she has not necessarily turned strong looks uh-huh. uh, she, I think it's like I think what's good about Monet is her personality and she is great at hosting and she's great at like just those like zingers like I feel like we sort of have similar like humor where it's like a little bit kooky and maybe not blatantly obvious that it's just, it's like a little bit of a, like a shady joke yeah <laughs> yeah so and that's- I don't yeah, know. that's. I think that's what makes her so great. It's the personality and her looks. Okay, maybe they're not always well put together, and they are pretty sloppy. But it's like this is Monet, and it's like amazing to me that she just. I don't know. She's always a mess, and she's so funny. Yeah, I like her. Mm-hmm. I'm sad. Well, let's not jump ahead. <laughs> <laughs> don't grab the tissue uh, yet, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's a new day, and now we are getting a story. Whatever state you're on is what team you're on, uh-huh. and poor Asia is Team Texas alone. <laughs> oh yeah, she's she's a solo queen. <laughs> that maybe was really she, funny. Maybe she can phone a friend and get Kennedy back in there. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no. Maybe she can get Fifi back in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Fifi's from Texas. Drama. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know Fifi would stir some shit up. O'Hara takeover. Well, I think it was this episode or last episode where Fifi was like, no, you got the bottom two wrong or something like that. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. I loved it. I was like, thank you. Cause I agreed with Fifi. Uh, for I, did I forget too. what it is now, but, um, anywho, now we're all around the, the workroom table and Aquaria maturely apologizes for her comments from the previous day. Mm-hmm. And, um, as she's doing her apology, Cameron looks down as if she's not accepting her apology, which I guess is whatever. I mean, she's probably just like not ready for it yet, but that was really big of Aquaria. I said that in that moment. You know, that's big of her. Not very many 21-year-olds can own up to their shit and just like say, hey, I'm yeah. sorry, that was out of line. Yeah. I can't even do that sometimes. <laughs> I'm much older than 21. <laughs> so, yeah, it felt really genuine, I thought. Um, so I was proud. And she also, you know, thanked Asia for putting her in check, which is yeah, is also props because I thought Asia was being really condescending in what she was saying. So. Yeah, I get what Asia was trying to communicate, but I did like that moment, like, you know, mm-hmm. the putting her in check, like, because that's what Asia was trying to do. It just came off way wrong, but it's yeah. it's good to see them make up. Yeah, they're all made up. And also, like, I just have to say, for the first time, Aquaria was looking really cute with her flock of seagulls hair. I was, like, I really it feeling too. it. <laughs> uh, I liked it, too. That's an 80s reference for, yes. like, most of the Drag Race audience now that just watches it on VH1. Google it. <laughs> and I ran. <laughs> Look it up. It was uh, a shining beacon for us babies in the 80s. Hell yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I also think it's cute and love how like whenever they like do the like she already done had hers video they like ring the buzzer and aquaria just makes like the hugest like most excited faces oh every time (laughs) yeah every time every time she's so excited for like the video have you noticed that stony every time that bell rings like she just freaks out Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. every time she's like ah I'm like usually I'm like chill out girl like you know it's coming but, but one it's of these still, like, times she's cute. gonna fall out of the chair it is cute I know I'm scared like we need to put it we need to put like a sponge behind her to catch her in case she falls 
<laughs> put her put Monet's sponge dress back there. <laughs> Spotter Monet. <laughs> yeah, girl. Um, so now we get um, Rue coming out to tell us about the main challenge. Mm-hmm. And before we get into that, I just really wanted to compliment RuPaul because I enjoyed her outfit, the the floral print suit with the Dalmatian chemise. You know, I wasn't sure about the shirt when she walked out, but then like as as she was standing there, I was like, okay, I see this. Yeah, I, I, I could, really I liked could it. Wear that. <laughs> yeah, I would love to wear an outfit like that, but I would look like an actual Dalmatian. So <laughs> I, I would look like a hot ass air balloon air balloon yeah glass, like <laughs> yeah like i could totally parachute down from a high hill with my jacket <laughs> <laughs> yes um but i just wanted to give rue props because sometimes i'm not really into her looks oh, me i'm glad either. she's i'm glad we finally get a season where she's not wearing that large hat every episode <laughs> uh, i don't understand the hat Maybe it's just because I'm not a hat person. Well, she started wearing it when Pharrell's hat got really famous. (laughs) See, I thought that she'd had maybe like, was there some like um, plastic surgery touch up that went wrong? I was like, is there a Band-Aid back there? (laughs) I don't know. Is this, is she turning into Nelly? I don't know. (laughs) Is it too hot in her? I don't know. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, so props to you, Mama Roo. Yes, Anyways, Mama Roo. Next, <laughs> we get, well, actually, not the main challenge. We are in the mini challenge where we have to put ourselves into Macho Man Drag and do a promo for the new scent, Trade. Yes, it smells like <laughs> a truck stop bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know what that smells like, but Me? if any of you know, yeah. like, let us know. Let us know because I don't Ugh. know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I thought all like I really liked Cameron's and Eureka's. I thought those were both good. Mm-hmm. My favorite was Monet. I'm just gonna say it. Like Monet was my favorite. I was gonna say that it really cracked me up because Rue was like, you know, you're like a burly, dirty man. Like, stop doing these like black girl, <laughs> hey girl, like poses. Love, he, he like slapped himself <laughs> and he was like, I get that out of there. <laughs> <laughs> but Cameron's was really funny. Aquarius was really funny too. See, to me, Cameron's was just like too predictable. Like, obviously, like Cameron's just gonna strip down to like barely anything. See, I wasn't paying attention more to that. I was more like, I'm just like listening to the voice and like hearing the one-liner she dropped. Like if it was just the audio going over like, I don't know, some commercial shit like Beyonce's fragrance, like the bottle and the flames. <laughs> like I could just yeah. see that, but with like Cameron's voice and yeah. it was just hilarious. And see, the reason I liked Eureka, I think was the second time when she got the voice deeper. I just really liked that. I was, yeah, I just thought it was Does like... that remind you of your dad? <laughs> uh, yes. Is that why? Are we getting I, too personal? I, have, I don't know. I have daddy issues. Oh, so. oh God. <laughs> daddy wasn't there. <laughs> like, what's that song from Austin Powers? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like, um, oh my God, dad's here. But that, that is such a, like a country thing, though, that Eureka did, and she's like, pull my finger. <laughs> Oh, I know. I died. <laughs> yeah. I like her challenge. like Yeah, it really was. I thought um Cameron and Ms. Cracker had similar approaches to this challenge. Mm-hmm. And I think that Cameron did a better job of pulling it off. <laughs> oh my gosh. So Megan left maybe like an hour and a half ish ago and we were talking about Miss Cracker's look. I was like, um and I agree with you, Seth. 
But um, yeah. Miss Cracker's look, it's like that annoying, dirty neighbor, but somehow like you're attracted to him, but you don't know yeah. why. Like that's how I felt yeah. about Miss Cracker. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like weirdly attracted. To right? Him. I was like, what is going on? This scrawny little man, <laughs> yeah. like dirty little man. <laughs> you know True. who I was re- really attracted to in this part was asia i was like <laughs> oh i was like something feels different <laughs> like, oh my I think gosh. i'm going through puberty or something it was like, it was those overalls i feel like asia was like like you i could kind of tell like asia was really trying hard to do do the impression oh, I and know. It was, she was like she got through it though yeah i thought it was like a struggle for her that, it didn't come off as a struggle but i knew she was like digging deep but um the ll cool j lip moment i was like oh yeah I've, I've that was a funny few yeah. from that <laughs> well when she when they kind of like pan in they get real close as asia's doing her like line she sort of has this like sort of looks like tyson beckford a little bit like 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 supermodel Oh yeah, world. I could see that. Yeah, skin is I just like delicious and perfect. I, I know. I was like, def- I was like, felt so turned on <laughs> while Asia was doing anything. <laughs> like I was so like, what are I, they called? Bibs? What do they call those fishing things? Waiters? Low. Yeah, fishing things are waiters. Ah, yeah. I yeah. know something. Listen. Um, yeah. Gosh, you're so butch. <laughs> Yeah, well, as soon as I saw, like, seeing, like, Asia's face, no matter, like, what, like, episode, I'm always, like, immediately thinking I need to moisturize. Yeah, right? I'm telling you all the time. I look like a hot mess all the time in Asia. It looks so good. <laughs> so mad. Yeah. Um. So, moving on, well, um... Eureka wins, which is like kind of obvious because Eureka, Eureka was just doing Eureka as a man, basically. So yeah, yeah, whatever. But um, I know Rue likes she won. it. I like Eureka, but she won. I don't know. I I liked her at the beginning of the episode, and as the episode and then into Untucked went on, I slowly liked her less and less. Like I still have, I'm like at a neutral position with with Eureka right now, but. Uh-huh. We can get into that more later. Probably more in Untucked, I think, is a good time to talk yeah. about it. Because uh, yeah. I want to get into this conversation more. For sure. Um, so for the main challenge, we find out that they will be making over YouTube celebrities. And mm-hmm. because Eureka wins, she gets to pair them up. Yeah, so the YouTube influencers come on. And these are like, I'm only familiar with... Um, Frankie Grande from Big Brother. I roll. And yeah. a little familiar with Kingsley. <laughs> but this was fun. It's a different spin. I used to watch Kingsley a lot. I don't know why I stopped, but I, I used to be really into Kingsley like maybe five years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, as like I knew who Tyler Oakley was because I watched Tyler Oakley on YouTube a lot. I wasn't very familiar with Chester uh-huh. or um, Raymond Braun, but Anthony Padilla also from Smosh. Um, so I, I really, really, I like, I knew like, all, like basically all these people and knew like what kind of videos they did and what like their past has. So like when Anthony was like, no, I haven't done drag before. I was like, that's a lie <laughs> 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 because there's so many videos where like, I mean, I guess maybe not full drag, but there's so many videos, which Anthony has done with Smosh where he dresses like as a woman. So, um, see, I never, I, I'm just not. Like, I just don't watch YouTube people, really. Like, I mean, I know a few of them, but I didn't know any of these people. The only reason I knew Frankie was because he was on Big Brother. He's the worst. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
And that's the thing, like, Frankie Grande, I don't know what it is, honestly. Maybe I'm just being a bitch. I just don't like him. Let me just get this... I don't like him either. Yeah, let me get this out of the way. And I don't like very many people, you know? Like, I don't like him. Let me get this out of the way, because I don't want to be hating on him all night. You might just hear some us, like... I want to hate on him all night, (laughs) Um, so... (laughs) But... He was just so... He was just such, like, the worst villain. And I love a good villain, but he was, like, the worst villain of Big Brother. Listen, listen here because i have been watching big brother since 2005 when it was big brother 5 so i'm a big fan frankie was on big brother 16 so Mm -hmm. we're talking like 11 years later so keep in mind on big brother it's an edited show but i also like they also have live feeds where you're just watching like straight up a feed of the house and like the nerds we are we watch and i watch it yeah it's unedited (laughs) footage right like this is not edited in any way Frankie was the biggest a-hole ever on the live feeds. Like, he would tell others that, like, he would basically threaten them and say, okay, like, if you're not nice to me or if you don't do this, I will have my social media followers come after you once you're out of the house. Yeah, like, his tight circle, his, like, circle of four or three, whatever it was, they knew that he was Ariana Grande's brother. Nobody else did. They just thought he mm-hmm. was this big YouTube personality and he would just threaten trolls on everybody. And that happens already on Big Brother. <laughs> and I don't know. Right. He just you like he was just the worst person ever. Like, I don't know. I don't like him from that. And it's really hard for me to like watch him in any scene because I was like immediately annoyed. His picture <laughs> his picture is under the definition yeah. of sludge in the dictionary. Yeah. It's just like ugh. God. Well, see, I don't like <laughs> Frankie. Well, I don't watch Big Brother, so I don't like him for other reasons. <laughs> um, but he's basically just a succubus leech, like he said in... <laughs> um, succubus! Like, like yeah, what he said in on the show, he was in, like, one Broadway show, probably as an understudy, and then... Answer. Like decided, yeah. <laughs> Tree number one. Um, <laughs> so then he's like, "Oh, like I'm so famous now from doing my like one understudy role on Broadway. I'm gonna move to L.A." And nothing happened because he's not talented. So then he like basically was leeching off Ariana Grande's fame. And so because he was Ariana Grande's brother, yeah. he basically got invited to a lot of stuff he normally would not get invited yeah. to. Like big brother. For- <laughs> yeah, like big brother. <laughs> and I forgot what there was like an award show where basically our like Frankie was like just standing up and like causing a scene during like every like cut to commercial just so that he could be seen more. Wasn't it like was it a music award show? I think it might have been one of the Grammys. It, I think it was the Grammys something because like that. I was yeah. looking like he was in the second row. He and I was is like, what always the fuck is he he's doing always there? in ev- like he crashes everything. Like he's that person that just shows up and you don't invite him and you're like, yeah. why the fuck is he here? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically every time I'm like, what is he yeah. doing there? <laughs> I don't understand. It's just like he can never get enough attention. Like literally, he could have like the camera and lights pointed at him and run to a different camera to get like more camera vision. No. Like more camera time. Listen, yeah. like yeah. when he was on Big Brother, so they also have this thing called Big Brother After Dark, which is it airs on TV, but it's but basically mm-hmm. the TV show is a feed of the house. So if you watch the feeds on your computer before Big Brother After Dark starts, like Frankie acts like 
like he'll be like calm and just like chill and then big brother after dark comes on and he's like a total like douche like he starts like putting yeah. on the show and it's just like dr Come jekyll on. mr hyde for like oh sure. i just can't stand him but i'll stop complaining yeah. i'll just like be annoyed with him hey, yeah welcome to Forever thanks annoying. for coming where we talk shit about frankie grande for like an hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> At me but I, I feel yeah right like i feel like the conversation needed to be had because like i feel like our discussions of him and in relation to Eureka are going to be influenced by the fact that we just like literally despise Frankie Grande. <laughs> I know because I'm a Eureka fan and I told Jamal, I was like, when Eureka picked Frankie, I was like, I kind of dislike Eureka now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a turnoff. It was a turnoff. <laughs> I, I felt like Eureka picked Frankie for herself because Frankie's loud and obnoxious like Eureka. <laughs> And then also that because like he's Ariana Grande's brother. So they're like, oh, like I'm going to be famous. I'm like going to know I'm going to have a famous friend. That's what they did on Big Brother. Like there was like idiot girls on there that were like, oh, my God, I'm going to align with Frankie because uh, like Frankie would promise them that, oh, I'll take you to an Ariana Grande show. (laughs) It's like, come on. He's just like volunteering his sister's work for these bitches. Are you like, I'll wait for the Groupon girl. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I know that's right. The Groupon. I will wait for the Groupon. Fifty yeah. percent off. Yeah, girl, I'm gonna get in for like ten dollars. It's gonna be fine, <laughs> and I'll be front row. Um, but yeah, Frankie's the worst. God, I'm so upset just like talking about. Him. <laughs> we should move on because we could talk I, for hours about this person. I don't think I can continue the show. We're at like 45 minutes. Can we just cut it off? We've, we've gone on long enough. <laughs> We're too upset to finish. I'm so mad. <laughs> Maybe we should just make a part two and just like, I'll have a beer and we'll cool down. I don't know. Anyways, so let's, uh, just to kind of set the scene. Um, so Tyler Oakley is paired with Monet Exchange, mm-hmm. which I think was a great pairing. Yeah, I was excited for that one a little bit. Yeah, they're they were really like kind of like the same and whereas like I think it was Asia being critical of them like laughing together too much, it's like Tyler just like laughs a lot. <laughs> um and so does Monet because Monet's funny. So I was like, whatever, Asia bye. Like that's irrelevant <laughs> criticism. <laughs> so uh Chester C is with Miss Cracker, which was yes. an interesting pairing. She had a straight man, so she had a little bit more of a challenge because yeah. she was with someone maybe a little less open and daring. I didn't really know how to feel about this one because he w- he seemed very reserved. And, you know, Miss Cracker, she's got personality, but she's not like this firecracker by any means. So I just wasn't sure how that was going to work. I was very concerned because of, like, uh, well, and I don't know these YouTube people, but, like, this uh, straight person seemed very, like, reserved and kind of, like, nervous about it. And... I don't know. It just made me, I was like scared for Miz, but obviously it turned mm-hmm. out just fine. <laughs> yeah. It turned out real good. Um, Kingsley is with Aquaria, which kind of like works. I didn't realize how tall Kingsley was. Like when they were walking together on the runway, Kingsley just seemed like a giant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and I'm sure like with Aquaria being shorter and him being so tall that it was like, yeah. it made it look even like him taller, you know? More. Yeah. Yeah. And calm down, all of you internet queens. Like, Eureka was not being racist by saying, I'm going to put the black boy with the white boy. It was strategic. She's 
Assuming Aquari doesn't know how to do a person of color's makeup, but, you know, the joke was on her. Well, I have differing opinions, but I feel like this is a discussion for Untucked. (laughs) So (laughs) we'll just leave it at that. Um, And uh, we have Anthony Padilla with Cameron, which was like the the trade matchup, basically. (laughs) Yeah. And they, yeah, they were an interesting pair. I wasn't sure. It was like an awkward first date. (laughs) Yeah. Because Cameron has no personality. So she's just like, hey, bro. And it's like. And he's like, uh, yeah, I'm the guest here. So, like, you should probably be leading this, like, interaction. And um, I think Anthony is a little bit reserved at first. But I thought Cameron was, like, not really pulling. I think it was Cameron's job to pull him out of his shell. Well, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, that's a fair criticism because that was kind of, that is the purpose of the challenge. You're supposed to you know this per- a person that's not used to drag or has never done drag you're supposed to make them over and make them this big personality and yeah and so i agree with you there mm-hmm. right and like we get this like stupid excuse from cameron about how like she was nervous around him because he's straight and when cameron was younger he was bullied by straight people it's like uh bitch all of us were bullied by straight people when we were younger i have lots of straight friends just fine yeah i'll give you that i mean i kind i don't know we can talk more about it untucked but i think i somewhat relate to cameron because i am kind of a reserved person when i'm around people that i don't know because that's just how i am and i feel like that's how cameron is like you know Mm. she's in this like She's doing this thing around people she doesn't necessarily know really well. So she's kind of just more reserved and thinking internally. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like I don't want to be like too hard on her because I can relate to to that, to being that way, mm-hmm. I guess. Right. Well, I think to quote the Vixen on this story, too Uh-oh. vague, too vague. Too vague, Cameron. I don't believe it. Uh, I didn't know we were quoting the Vixen. (laughs) As much as I don't like the Vixen's tomfoolery, I like that phrase, too vague. Girl, bye. Too vague. Too vague. (laughs) Give me a complete sentence, Vixen. How about that? Yeah. Name names. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. Yeah, girl. Um... So we move on. All the queens are kind of spending time getting to know their partners Mm -hmm. so they can kind of get an idea of what their family resemblance is going to be. Yes. And this is where we kind of see like the awkwardness and then others are really getting it off. Yes. We get Tyler Oakley's drag name, Short Change. Short Change. He's just so cute. This Tyler dad. Short Change. Yeah. Short Change was really fun. (laughs) I had a crush on Tyler a lot. (laughs) Back when, like, maybe a few years ago. I don't really watch Tyler's videos as much anymore. I might start. I watch, like, Shane Dawson videos and... um, philip defranco videos so, so i, can get the I news. watch mark miller videos I, all the time <laughs> i am aware of shane dawson and did you see where shane dawson said he was invited but he turned it down because he has body issues yeah oh, no. he does have yeah i was so bummed about that because shane would have been that. hilarious Whoa. but he does have severe like body dysmorphia because he used to be like really like large uh-huh. and has lost a lot of weight since then but you know that's as with someone you. It does. Like, I was going to say, as someone kind of in the same boat where I, like, kind of roller coaster, uh-huh. like, it, I understand. Like, even when you're, like, when you get to, like, 
weighing less, you're still like, uh, I'm like still this, I'm going to get fat again, basically. That's yeah. It's just, it's, it's just really funny that that comes up because Stoney and I were having a similar conversation about this in a different, different way. But you know, we've all been a, a bigger girl at some point in our life. And even if our pants are falling off of our ass, we still think something is wrong. Yeah. It's a struggle. So, yeah. uh, wish Shane could have been on the show, but I I totally understand that. I don't, yeah, I understand. Yeah, I get up. I get up. And then Chester um, is straight, so it's like it, it was like kind of interesting to see Chester's like transformation throughout the challenge because uh-huh. you know he started very reserved. Yes. And then like <laughs> when you get that spin around in the full oh look. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh my god! I was like. <laughs> Holy crap, that looks exactly like Ms. Cracker. Yeah, it was amazing. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Like the, it was I think amazing. several of the RuPaul's Instagram accounts were like uh had posted like video of that mm-hmm. and I just kept rewatching it because it was just like one of those like like gag like reveals, you know, it's like, oh my god, yeah. like she looks so beautiful and then like it's just funny the comments too, because she was just like, Oh my god, I look beautiful yeah beautiful (laughs) just a complete change like the voice and everything just like went up it's like whoa (laughs) it's like wintergreen yeah or nebraska thunderfuck (laughs) yeah i'm excited to see which one of these celebrities makes a drag career off this one episode (laughs) (laughs) influencer drag (laughs) yeah for real um so then all the celebs, they kind of do their little runway in the heels. They're trying to get used to walking in heels, uh-huh. which was kind of funny to watch. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's always an awkward moment when you throw guys in heels that have never worn them. <laughs> yeah. They're like baby giraffes. Because <laughs> well, when you do that, it's like your tendency is to be like, I'm a model on the runway. I'm Linda Evangelista. <laughs> you know, so- I definitely stoned these tights myself. Um, <laughs> so, so when Ty- when like Monet was kind of saying like, "Oh, don't do that, Tyler. That's like not our family." I was like, "Let him feel his oats, girl. Just give him a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He needs to warm up anyway, right? Take him to runway one hundred and one, and then put the exchange yeah. spin on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rue then comes out and starts, you know, approaching each table and kind of giving little chit chats to everyone. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite interactions is when Rue goes to Tyler and Monet's table. Yeah. <laughs> and Rue's like, Tyler, you got a fat ass, don't oh you? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know if this is a Scorpio thing or what, but, you know, Rue appreciates a good peach, as do I. <laughs> yeah. I thought it's funny, Tyler. It's just like, oh, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I mean, not going to lie. That was hilarious. Seth, Seth knows me. Like, if I'm checking out a guy, I go from the bottom up. Like, you better have some yeah. legs. You better have some cakes. And when Tyler yeah. popped up, I was like, oh, damn. Hmm. Booty, 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 <laughs> rocking everywhere. <laughs> booty, booty, booty. <laughs> yes. Pina, 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 pina. Make him a pit crew intern. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, understudy. Pit crew understudy, yes. girl. I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then, um, you know, Monet comments on Rue still bringing up the 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 pussy pussy cat cat wigs. <laughs> She's just like, I would totally like. I'm gonna put a little sponge on my head for like a sponge <laughs> pussy cat wig. 
It's and like, like, of course, Rue is like, she wants to see that big hair. I mean, look at RuPaul, like, look at where Rue comes from. Like, she can appreciate a pussycat wig. We just don't want to see yeah. it every week. But see, when I kind of didn't, I thought she didn't look that great with her long hair. Like, I kind of enjoy her in a smaller hair now. See, I thought she looked gorgeous. I've gotten so used to it. She looks, she looks good in the I pussycat thought she looked, wigs. Yeah, I thought she looked really good in the big hair, but I mean... I'm not saying she should always do that, but it is nice to see every mix now it and up, then. Mix it up. Um, just for something yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And then the, another interesting moment is when Rue is talking to Anthony and Cameron about what they have in common. And Cameron uh-huh. says, well, Anthony's attractive, but I'm not. And then I thought it was nice and cute that Anthony goes, well, it's like, I saw you walking around with your shirt off. Like, you know that you're attractive. Yeah. So it's like kind of nice to see uh-huh. him being like no oh, girl like push you. her out of that shell and just kind of yeah friendly a friendly check there <laughs> yeah it was like a nice support system where like anthony's like don't doubt yourself uh-huh. like you know that you're attractive so yeah it was also a I very that was sweet cute. girl please mm-hmm. moment <laughs> girl please especially coming from a straight man <laughs> like it was interesting <laughs> right yeah 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 <laughs> I thought it was also interesting <laughs> that they like had uh, Anthony's name be Kelly Michaels. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was so true. What Ruth said was like, that's like that girl from high school that is such a bitch and you hate, you hate like, her. She's like the yeah. cheerleading captain and she's also yeah. like on the dance team uh, and as first chair flute or some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she like is friends with like the, the, um, like the band nerds just to to like have a good image but then like secretly talk shit about them right to She's all of like, her friends um, student government vibes yeah see that's where like i think cameron messed up because you have this name and rue just gave you like the storyline yes. for the runway handed you like what to do. you need to make kelly like this bitch and like somehow like play off of each other where she, like you know Kelly's better than everyone else yeah. and maybe like, that's what they should have done Cameron should have been yeah. like a stage mom and um Kelly Michaels could have been like the cheer captain yeah like yeah. or even like I don't know Cameron could have been like a nerd or something uh-huh. and like Kelly's kind of like her sister the popular sister yeah the opposite yeah. sisters yeah oh, that's great that's even I don't better. know I just I think that's I don't we can talk about the runway but it just didn't it was pretty bad it didn't yeah <laughs> um and then one of the most annoying interactions is when Rue goes to talk to Eureka and Frankie and like Frankie is like hiding behind Eureka because it's pretty easy to do because <laughs> Eureka is like very tall and very wide. Uh-huh, <laughs> so uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I thought that was super annoying. <laughs> it just like came off so cringy. Like, I mean, I was no one cares about you, Frankie. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I, I was fine like with Frankie. Eureka, but like Frankie <laughs> always makes it about him, and it's always like, what can I say or what can I do to get the most camera time so that like more people will talk about me? Yeah, Ugh, yeah. I saw I saw Rue's eye roll when when Frankie did that. <laughs> I I really hope that like I'm here's what I hope happened was that like Shane like turned it down and like Frankie was like an alternate or something. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I want to, I want to know that T. <laughs> Publicist share. <laughs> yeah. Frankie like talks about how like excited, how excited he is. Mm-hmm. And like, and then he's like, I think, um, Rue asks like, Oh, like what does Ariana think of you being on the show? Because Ariana Grande was a guest in the past. Right. Right. And, um, and so then Frankie, like the way Frankie's like, oh yeah, she's so excited. But 
like the way Frankie says it, it makes it sound like like she he never talks to Ariana like at all. It was very dis- <laughs> it was kind of dismissive. It was like, oh yeah, she's yeah. excited. Like yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. she's fine. She's so pumped, but about me, like I don't really even talk to Ariana anymore because she's tired of my shit. (laughs) (laughs) We're in a fight. Uh, Yeah, but Frankie was like way too excited, so I think Rue needs to change the locks on the studio after this episode because, (laughs) like, you know, Frankie's hiding in there somewhere. Uh, Oh yeah, I just keep thinking it's like because we know how Frankie is, like. like, is Frankie going to, like, get into drag now? And if they put her on an effing season of they this... They better not. We're stopping the podcast. We're quitting all yeah. drag race-related things until that shit yeah. is over. Or if she's on the I show, quit. even <laughs> if she wins, we just won't talk about her. Mm-mm. We'll do our recaps, but we just, like, don't talk about yeah, Frankie at all. Yeah, she's going to be non-existent. <laughs> Casper, the motherfucking ghost. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, bye. No more. Bye. So, now they're walking in heels more... Um, practicing. My favorite practicing. part is, yeah. My, well, my favorite part is when Frankie goes like thinking he's like hot shit, and Monet's like fives across the board, <laughs> fives across the board. <laughs> I, I caught that too. I was laughing. And I was like, "Yes, ma'am, Monet, put him in check." <laughs> <laughs> I love that part. Yeah, I caught that shade. Yes, and I was there for it because Frankie needs to be shaded. <laughs> yeah, all day, every day, all day. <laughs> Then the queens start getting ready for the runway and the queens um, will we see Anthony and Cameron getting ready and Anthony asks Cameron if she ever feels secluded because her station is far away from everyone else's. Oh yeah, I guess I forgot about that. I kind of did too. How did she answer? Cameron says that she likes being away from others and that she does talk to them when they walk by her. But she likes being in, like, getting ready alone and, like, just focusing on her makeup, I guess. Like, in her own space. Yeah. And see, this is the kind, like, I love Cameron, but this is kind of one of those things. um, I mean, for me, I've always been a really social person. But uh, summer 2007, when I was working orientation for IU, I kind of, like, played up the fact that I was the black gay guy from Alaska. And I met so many awesome friends from it. (laughs) I can talk to anybody easily. But, you know, I think that was a moment where I figured out that I can still have my privacy and alone time. But I could also have friends and fun interaction with people in large groups. Right. Cameron just needs to push herself a little more. Cameron said it was, like, to be efficient. But... It just, like, was kind of sad a little bit because it seemed like Anthony wasn't getting the experience everyone else was getting there. Right. Um, He's, like, having, like, FOMO. He's like, look, they're all having, like, fun over there. Yeah, and this is kind of, like, it's a one-time experience for all of them, but he's not going to get another workroom moment like this. Right. So it's like, oh, mm-hmm. sorry. It sucks that Anthony got st- <laughs> stuck with someone so quiet and, like... <laughs> I don't know. Anthony, I think, just wanted to have, like, a different experience, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Because he, he is very, like, silly and and outgoing, so I just don't think we got to see that side of him mm-hmm. at the show, and on this show, unfortunately. No. Um, so now we move to the runway, and Rue is doing her r- runway intro, and I feel like her... <laughs> I, I don't know. I was trying to figure out if she was trying to make her family resemblance to Michelle or not, because they were both wearing red and black. Oh, yeah. I did notice that. What color eye makeup was Michelle wearing? I think she was wearing a black or a black 
It was, I don't know. I think it was more neutral. It was a more of a neutral tone. Okay. I, think. I asked because I really liked um, Rue's green eyeshadow this week with that dress. It just popped for me. Yeah. I didn't necessarily like Michelle's dress. I think she was going for more of like a Spanish flamenco style. Yeah. But I don't really, I didn't really like how the like choker part of the, the dress looked on her. Yeah. I would have taken that off as well. I agree. Fuck her drag. Fuck her drag for real. <laughs> her hair looked nice. I don't know. I mean, um, love you, Michelle. <laughs> I love you, Michelle. Um, I know. I feel like I'm starting to get more hateful to Michelle because, like, I listen to Grizzly Kiki and they're like super like hateful towards Michelle. Oh no! And now that and now that I listen, I'm like, well, they do have good points. Oh no! <laughs> Seth's going to the dark side. I know. I'm trying not. I to, mean, though. I like Michelle. I don't necessarily. I don't don't agree with everything she does but she serves her purpose right like this is a talent show she's the simon of rupaul's drag race so yeah, she's the harsh right. one. she can be that person mm-hmm. and it, i don't well, mind the 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 opinion from the grizzly kiki girls is that like all her lines are fed to her basically really how so all michelle's lines i don't know i mean I fi- they're just like basically tell her what to say i mean, I mean she i'm sure the they on the are podcast. like i mean when they're on the runway and they're always making those puns, I guarantee they aren't like, oh, we just thought of this at the moment. Like, maybe occasionally, but it's, I guarantee, like, there's probably producers and they're like, okay, this person's wearing this, so let's make some puns about it. See, they probably yeah. give them a direction to go in, but when you listen to RuPaul's podcast and it's just yeah. Michelle, it's just Ru and they're recording, she says the same shit the same way. So I don't okay. necessarily think it's production. But, Maybe they're you know, reaching. Yeah, they're they're definitely reaching. But sure, she's the villain know. of the show. <laughs> she is. I did. She is. She is. Um, but I did enjoy uh, Rue doing her Miss Vanjie out of there. <laughs> that was funny. Awesome. I always love Rue's laughing fits. Yeah, girl, that was so funny. <laughs> they're like still keeping it going. She's like holding her titties because she's trying not to make her hair pop or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like what? Well, it's like they've been pushing it this whole season, and now we kind of figured out why because they're gonna have probably Miss Vanjie back on season eleven. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it makes sense. It was funny. It must have like obviously gagged the shit out of. Rue because she can't stop laughing about it during the taping so <laughs> I know um, I love it I just my biggest fear is like Vanjie coming on season 11 and being a total dud no. I know I'm worried like <laughs> is it played out like is 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 her you know character played out now because we've had this Miss Vanjie joke the whole season like but I don't yeah. I don't know we'll see I don't know we'll see I don't I don't feel like she will be a dud just Based on episode one, she was really funny in her confessionals. So I, she was funny. Yeah, so I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to stress out about it. I have faith in Miss Vanjie. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, what do you guys think about Asia and Raymond's runway? I really like this look. When they were in the workroom putting it together, I wasn't sure about um, Asia's partner's coat. Sorry, I forgot his name that fast, but, um, Raymond, Raymond, America O'Hara. <laughs> Sorry, Raymond. America O'Hara. <laughs> yeah. But, um, it ended up turning out really cool. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it. I think, you know, Asia has this way of just like putting a bunch of like stuff together, like, and gluing it all together. And it somehow like turns out fucking fabulous. So I think she did a good yeah. job and mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, I, I liked it. 
I love that jacket though. I was so jealous. I was like, I want a jacket like that. I don't I don't know if I could pull it off, but I would love to have a jacket like that. Yeah, I could rock it if I had some like amazing boots to go with. Yeah, once once I lose a little weight and like wear my skinnies, you know, like my skinny <laughs> jeans. <laughs> yeah. With that jacket. Definitely skinny <laughs> jeans and boots with that jacket. Yeah, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I guess I don't know if you want to talk about Eureka and Eufrica, which is a stupid fucking drag name. I didn't like that name, but you know, I I thought they were fine. Like I liked the look. It wasn't my favorite, but I it was fine. Yeah, I thought the look was okay. It wasn't bad. I didn't love it. Um, I thought the play on the runway was good. Um, like Frankie's yeah, just good. annoying, so whatever. But okay, can we be done now? I'm done talking. Yeah, about Frankie. <laughs> like not to cut you off. No, I'll, I'll let you finish. But you freak us out. All I was gonna say Frankie. was, <laughs> I thought it was good. They did the loaf because that's like her signature thing. Yeah. So all right, I'm ready to move on. It, it yeah. extends <laughs> Frankie's exactly. abnormally small head. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyways, <laughs> um. Then we move on to uh, Capriciacorn and Aquaria. Capriciacorn. And also annoying thing, why didn't she just call it Capricorn as uh, talk discussed on Fashion yeah. Photo Review? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Like, I'm a Capricorn, so I would have loved a more Capricorn representation. Yeah, and how much fun can you have with that drag name just with, like, all of your looks and your persona? That'd right? be badass. Yeah. Right? She could have all the... Um, the the signs you know the house of signs i don't know the house of elements i don't Zodiac. know something astrology Anywho. yeah the house of astrology it's out of this world <laughs> no girl <laughs> womp, womp. um but i thought the the wig they gave capricia corn was like a little too crazy <laughs> like it was too big it was some huge hair i think maybe that was selected because of kingsley's height I also feel like Aquaria just was like, here, I'm going to look cute, and then I'll just throw some shit on you. (laughs) Basically. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she said on Twitter or something that I think that the dresses were supposed to be reversed or something, like, because they were supposed to be doing Queen and Princess, but I think Kingsley wanted to be Princess or something, so they switched. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know, something to that effect. Oh. But, um, so there was, like... Uh, I, I don't know the full tea on that, but I, no tea, no shade. I love Kingsley, but when he, he was walking down the runway, I got very like Mars attacks like <laughs> vibes. <laughs> like, yes, Mars attacks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's an alien baby. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't know if it was nerves or what, but something was off for me as well. I think I don't know. It had to have been just what they chose to wear, because I feel like Kingsley would have been fine. It's just I don't know. I think. I don't know if maybe there should have been like more padding or something like did some padding and like more of like a bodysuit or something. I don't know. It just didn't look very good. Yeah. It was very like, this is just the guy in a dress. Yeah. Well, with Aquarius look looked nice, but, and I think that Kingsley's would have looked nice too, but just without the feathers, like without the feathers, it would have looked more sleek and uh-huh. like royal looking. Or maybe add something like another accessory over that white top, like give her something sparkly, something sparkly, something that pops <laughs> some more red. It would have tied it together. Yeah. Cause the face beat yeah. was on point. 
And I don't think they should have worn the small crowns because the wig was so large. The small crown just like made it like more accented. Yeah, they're going for this Alice in Wonderland effect, but it didn't really carry. Yeah, it was like definitely not the best, but not the worst. So like for me, I think they I know people wanted Aquaria to be in the bottom. They were saying she should have been the bottom, but I think she was I think she was safe. She was a safe for me. Yeah, I think I thought she should have been in the bottom. I was thinking she should have been in the bottom. (laughs) <laughs> differing opinions it's okay yeah it's fine um, I wanted Eureka to be in the bottom again but whatever <laughs> so uh, next we have Ms. Cookie and Ms. Cracker and I thought that they were like the best obviously they ended up winning yeah they I loved Miss Cookie's transformation it was just that wintergreen moment it was just she turned around saw herself in the mirror and it was game over <gasps> you knew she was gonna slay <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then you like became like really more feminine, more like woman. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. she was beautiful on the runway. She was funny, like the whole uh, act they did on there about like Miz just being annoyed with like her sluttiness. I loved it. Like was just like <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, and like I don't know, it's just hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, next, we'll discuss short change and Monet exchange. Oh, I don't know about this one. <laughs> this this completely missed the mark. I think that Monet looked great in her big hair, but you know I wasn't quite sure about um, her dress. I mean, she looked great, but I just wasn't sure about like the outfits. Like they didn't resemble each other at all. Like you can't just wear the same color and glasses and say you're cousins. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> see, the, the thing for me is that they say. They everyone says don't wear a bathing suit on the runway, and what did they wore bathing suits, right. you know? So there just was like maybe like they didn't do that much. Also, I think Tyler's uh, short changes makeup could have been better. Yeah, like it needed to be more dramatic. It was a little underwhelming. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, and I mean, here's the problem: is that like Monet just doesn't turn out looks. She's done this all season. Like she just wears basic ass shit, and I love it. Like it's. It's, I, I like her style, but it's not like if you're looking for this look is awesome. Like it's if so, you're looking for fashion, yeah, that's not gonna be Monet. Monet's gonna be her ass is gonna be popping out of the dress. Like you're gonna see which it was. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's gonna be a hot mess. Shit's gonna be falling off. Like yeah, she's gonna be twerking, which is fine. Like that's just not her. Stuff. Like I want to go her lane. see that show with yeah. Monet because I'm sure it will oh, be sure. super fun. But that's just not her lane. But we're at the final six and like these uh and monet has been given a pass a little bit and just kind of let they roulette her stay basically uh-huh so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah uh moving on to kelly and cameron michaels this is just like super basic <laughs> like not great <laughs> this was yeah bad. i agree it was too safe for final six after two people got to stay this is way too safe yeah yeah they were like basically just like simple fabrics and no, like, not really many accessories, mm-hmm. and I don't know. There was... And the way that uh, and that Kelly Michaels walked down the runway, it looked like she was, like, gonna, like, tackle someone or, like, just, like, jump off the end. Like, she was just, like, storming down the runway, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was no story to it. It just, it... It, it was, was just bland. It honestly kind of reminded me of uh, a little bit of 
uh, Romy and Michelle's high school reunion <laughs> because they're <laughs> I can see that because I can see that it looked like these like two dizzy like bitches just like oh like we're at our high school reunion. <laughs> We invented yeah. post-its. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was not great. So definitely deserving of the bottom two. Yeah. Um, then we do the the lip sync to Charisma, Uniqueness, Nerve, and Talent, which was like not really necessary. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely like an add-on. They could have just left that out and I would have been fine. I don't know if they yeah. like were short on time. Maybe it was a scheduling issue. But, you know, usually when they do these makeover challenges, there's some kind of performance number that they have to do. But instead of yeah. doing that, they like said make a home video. Yeah. Some and of them were funny, this- but... They put the season one filter on the camera, too. Yeah, it was. It just reminded me yeah. of, like, <laughs> when you go to those weddings and they have a photo booth there and, like, drunk people are just dancing in front of it. That's basically <laughs> what it was. <laughs> that is so true. That's so true. That is so true. Oh, my gosh. Now uh, that you say it, I totally I'm see like, it. you guys, we're Dang. on VH1 now. We don't need to do this logo shit anymore. <laughs> right? That's so well, funny. I, th- I thought they just did it to kind of tie in the fact that it was like all YouTube people. So they were like maybe uh, wanting like a YouTube video to put on the on VH1's gotcha. YouTube. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think of that. That's all I could think that they were trying to do, but it was lame and I didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I w- Sorry, Rue. Sorry, girl. Hire us um, as your art directors. I was not down with the thickness. <laughs> no, no, not this time. Um, no, girl. So Ms. Cracker wins, and it was like so cute to see how Chester was like so excited in the backstage area. Yeah, that was fun. This was, was like his moment. Yeah, that was like I loved just how excited she got, and she was like, "Oh no, I'm being loud." <laughs> yeah, so was, like all of a sudden, Chester was like, "Oh god, wait, I'm like." I'm like showboating, like I shouldn't do this. Be more humble. And also, yeah. um, Frankie like was so like shocked that he was safe and didn't win, which was like hilarious to me. Yeah, that wasn't a winning look, Frankie. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, you suck, Frankie. <laughs> you ruined it for Eureka. <laughs> like, I knew going to this episode, I was gonna be mad. Like, I almost didn't watch just to not have to see Frankie being stupid. <laughs> oh no. I was like, maybe Jamal and Stoney can just make the recap without me. I'm like, over this shit. Uh, we, got, we got through it. I think I got a headache because my eyes rolled so much. Oh, God. Yeah, my eyes were like twinging. I almost had like a seizure or something yeah. from too much Frankie. I had to break out the aspirin for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then I kind of, oh, I also kind of like Tyler's comment. Like when he, they said Monet was going to be the bottom, he's like, that ain't right. Yeah. <laughs> Which I agree. Like, I think it should have been Eureka and Cameron in the bottom again. And I think Eureka should have gone home and Cameron should have stayed. Uh, but that's just my personal I was opinion. Cameron and Aquaria is what I think. Yeah, it should have been Cameron and, and Aquaria. I don't know who should have went home. Like, but because I think it should be on the lip syncs, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to see if that matchup comes along. Yeah. yeah. I feel like. Cameron's gonna be in the bottom next week I think it's getting really tough for Cameron I I love Cameron but you know she just needs to push herself a little further it depends on what the challenges are if it's because if there's a run because you know when it gets to a certain point don't they do like uh, best drag or yeah like some type of they'll do some type of look challenge and Cameron can do a look challenge so she might be safe on one of these yeah 
It's a wild Maybe they'll card. do like a mime challenge <laughs> and you don't have to say You're anything. You're so shady. <laughs> <laughs> and just turn a look and then skate on through. <laughs> no, see, she'll turn it on and she'll be the best mime you've seen and she'll send somebody else Ooh. home. <laughs> Ooh, girl. Ooh, girl. Shots fired. Um, so the bottom are Cameron and Monet. Mm-hmm. And uh, they lip sync to Good as Hell by Lizzo. Lizzo. I used to love this I song. I never heard of her. You, this I was like, like that song, though. Yeah, that's the only song of hers that I'm familiar with. Like, it's on my iPod, but I don't have her full album or collection or anything. I had heard that song before, but I didn't really know who sung it. But I do really oh. like it. It's a fun song. Yeah, that song was awesome. Monet's dress was like real short so I feel like she was struggling a little bit for her lip sync trying to like keep her dress down yeah trying to figure out how to move right and then yeah there were just some awkward moments but Cameron was like turning it out yeah I don't Cameron know looked good mm-hmm. and did and like always is fierce during lip syncs yeah so I don't know but this is also her is this like her third or fourth lip sync in a row yeah she's been she's been in the bottom pretty consistently is it because i i mean i know last week she was but i was trying to remember not in a row i don't think but she's been in quite a bit she at least had been in two other ones besides this one yeah okay so maybe three similar to monet it's just like they're both kind of this was monet's third yeah this was but i i loved cameron's uh lip sync like i think the thing i like about the performances on the lip syncs is capturing that moment in the song, like, you know, in your performance. And I thought like her doing the cartwheel was at like the perfect timing mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. um, just, uh, like the way she moved her hair and everything. So it's, yeah. I mean, she knows what she's doing, so she could be one of these Queens that slips into the top because she just like slays these, uh, it's well, like behind the scenes, she's very subdued and maybe she's not the most right. outgoing, but she can still do the job. Well, see, I think why I like Cameron is because she does do good lip syncs because we actually get to see like she kind of comes out of her shell yes. and she shows her personality. Yes. So like if she was doing that like more during other parts of the show, I think she would be much stronger in this competition. Yeah, um, that's exactly so it's just right. like, kind of frustrating. That's exactly right. But that's what I'm saying, though, like with her is that you know, when it gets to the end, they're probably gonna have to do some type of music video. Mm-hmm. And I'm guessing like if it's, you know, like in the performance base, like Cameron might do good at that. Mm-hmm. And she, they're gonna mm-hmm. have a look challenge, I'm sure. So like Best she trig. could do good at that. So it's very possible she could be in the top three. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't know. It could got, kind of go anywhere at this point. Yeah, this season, it's really hard for me to say like who I think yeah. is gonna be in the bottom or go home next. Yeah. Well, I guess we can talk about it now is I guess we found out that there's no episode next week. So I think we might uh, extend this conversation so that we have an episode. So we have a podcast for you to listen to next week. Yeah. And we're also going to start touching into like our off season stuff. We're going to have lots of like fun topics that aren't necessarily RuPaul's Drag Race related, but you're going to get to know more of us. We'll still touch on RuPaul's Drag Race, but we're going to have fun wild card episodes and even ask you guys yeah. what you think we should talk about. I ordered the cards from Rumanity Game, so I think we'll do a podcast when I'm in indie where we play cards against Rumanity. So look fun. forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> when Seth is in town, we're just going to record everything. <laughs> yes, queen. Um, so just to wrap up the episode, Monet 
actually was the first drag queen to ever walk off the stage during a lip sync. Yeah, I didn't know what was going on there. Like, if you're going to make an entrance, you need to not just, like, walk off the stage. You need to, like, walk off backwards, Miss Vanjie style. Like, let me know. <laughs> let me know that I'm about to get, like, a moment here. And also, yeah, if you're going to walk off the stage, when you come back, something epic should happen, and you shouldn't just slide into the light not and break it. Not a sloppy split, and you're missing <laughs> yeah. a light bulb. Monet came back, and she slid into third base, and... Uh... <laughs> she was safe. <laughs> Yeah, she was safe. She didn't get a home run, but she was safe. So we're going to bring out the pinch hitter, and we're going to see if we can get her into home. Uh, but that move definitely reminded me of the the roller skate runway with Robbie Turner when Robbie just, like, crashed through all the light bulbs <laughs> off the stage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, that's what happened for me <laughs> with Monet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But Mon- Do you think that they're just like pissed that she broke like all that stuff? <laughs> no, it was a little all over the place. I felt bad because this was very much like Max. You know, they'd been getting on Monet all season for her pussycat wig. She finally gives us like a nice big hair moment. Like Max, don't wear a gray wig yeah. every week. The one week yeah. Max didn't wear a gray wig, went home. Monet Boom. gives us went lovely home. hair. Boom, gone. <laughs> Gone too soon. Gone so yes, soon. Monet. It's also too little, too late. Yeah, I mean it was, but Monet made a name for herself enough. Like she, we know oh, who she sure. is. Oh yeah, we all want to see her. Yeah, you know, so we're going to those. I shows. mean, when she released yeah. a new video called "Soak It Up" with her and her sponge dress, so featuring Bob the drag queen. It's really awesome and Bob video. the drag queen. <laughs> yes, girl. It was a fun those video. two are really like like have a good relationship which is interesting since bob is ms crackers drag mom so like there's some like weird incest going on here i don't know (laughs) a a little triangle (laughs) maybe we don't know about yeah yeah i need to know (laughs) what's going on here send us like why isn't bob doing stuff with ms cracker i don't know send me a dm ms cracker monet (laughs) yeah girl spill the tea spill Anyways, um, so definitely be on the lookout for some more video footage from the drag show last night that will be coming to you. Yes, I'm going through some clips. I got to see what shade I caught so I can share it on Facebook and Instagram for you all. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. And then next week with no episode, we'll definitely have a podcast just not obviously talking about the episode. (laughs) It won't be a brew cap, but it'll be a brew pat i don't know yeah but... it'll be something for you to enjoy <laughs> yeah because we're gonna yes. talk about doing uh like a reader mailbag and so there'll be some information on that and yes we will yes keep you absolutely posted. so i do want to um include people more because this show is about our opinions mm-hmm. so if we're getting if you feel like we're getting it wrong or if we miss some talking about something that you wanted to talk about yeah please email us our email is tfcpod at gmail.com yes yes also for our mail grab uh, our little mail q a section uh, for next week's podcast please send us questions or topics that you want us to touch on to our email tfcpod at gmail.com yes queen yeah and if you get it to us by friday usually that's when we record is friday night friday night or early saturday yeah so Mm -hmm. if you have a question and you want to ask make sure you email it uh before next friday yes yes we're gonna have fun with these off-season episodes 
episode. So we really look forward to your participation like you did on that poll. Bring that same energy mm-hmm. and we're going to kick it out for you guys as well. Yeah, you'll get a taste of what our off-season content is going to look like next week. And until then, make sure you do like, subscribe, and comment on any platform that you listen to this podcast on. Yes. And feel free to email us your questions and comments based on what we talked about. If um if I was being too hateful, let me know to calm the <laughs> F down. <laughs> I'm more than happy to take that criticism. Yes, so. don't forget to rate. <laughs> yes, please don't forget to rate either. It helps other RuPaul's Drag Race fans find us, and we love making new friends. So give us that support. Yes, we love doing this for you guys (laughs) and we're still having a great time doing this so thank you we are all right you guys until untucked thanks for coming Bye. bye bye